I know you like your outfit stylist. Any other line but the gap is childish. Everybody working as your personal stylist. You're falling. Once you hear the gap calling, you can't resist the shopping. Big balling. Not stopping. Yes, y'all in. Jeans popping in every mall in town the city. G-A-P, gritty. Ready to go for us, by us, on the low. G, that's for getting the A for always. P, that's for power and the people that praise backwards. P for popular. A for attitude. G, get it going, daddy. Gap is on the move. How easy is this? Yeah. Fall into the gap. watching um interstellar i feel like the podcast is like the gargantua black hole and we're all just orbiting around it moving at different intervals of success in time so some of us are more successful in shorter time while we're here sludging away on earth for 28 years you just take one on the water planet yeah oh that's, a, that's anyway a to this is call out culture and tonight we have a topic near and dear to us because it's a topic very close to our skin. It's hip hop mm. fashion. Here, where's your racks, your fit, you know your what I'm threads. saying? Your threads, that's a good your one. Your gear, yeah. you know what I mean? Gear, I said that already, I'll, I'll copy. In my bed, I wasn't really listening. I know that's right, get get it together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your, um, your attribute, that's a new one, your you know attribute. what I'm saying? With your yeah, attribute, you know what I mean? Um, and um, hip-hop fashion is definitely the nervous system, I would say, of the hip-hop organism. Um, it's sensitive, but it's very, you know, very meaningful. And um, shoot, the minute an artist does something, the next day, the whole world does it. So, like, uh, you know, we're very valuable in that. In fact, uh, shoot, Snoop Dogg wore, when he wore his Tommy Hilfiger shirt on Saturday Night Live, I believe. The next day, they sold out of that shirt. It's a Tommy Hilfiger. Hell yeah. So, you know, we're impactful out here with ours. So tonight we're going to talk about older fashions, newer fashions, trends, corny fashions. Um, You know, how the music affected the game, how the game affected the music. Cool. Shout out, shout out. Who, who, uh, Who recommended the episode? Why don't you? Okay. So um, we're going to shout out the, the who recommended this episode, and we're going to go to our first commercial break. We're going to have a bunch of commercial breaks uh, this episode, so, you know, bear with us. Uh, we got a lot of sponsors. So um, Zilla had put out Into the World. Um, we were recording. A, it was one of the weeks we was recording a Call Out Culture podcast, and he said, any topics out there, um, you know, toss them out. It'd be dope. Let them know. And Coach Dick Doctor. Um, at Dr. Dick. Dick. No, Coach Dick Doctor. So I don't know. Right. Anyway, we're not going that far. His uh, at is at Dick underscore Doctor underscore T.O. And he said, I thought about this when you tweeted about buying a hockey jersey. Are there Mm. hip hop fashion trends that you loved and or hated or ones that you will always rock? So we say, oh, boom, let's do a show about that. 
All right, so we're about to hit our first commercial break, and when we come back, we will dive into Call Out Culture, brought to you by FUBU. Or Mecca by Mecca. You know, like the minute. Anyway, we'll be right back. Welcome to the world of Kana, the originator. Baggy jean fit for my paper. For eight bucks, I tape up your next neighbor. Old folks put a K on a pacemaker. Doc one of raw, who don't wear calls, shirts and drawers. Meet you in your garage. Ladies, two karate calls on a jaw. With they belly out, Brick City, bell me out. Kana. Get Kana in your life. Ten years and still going strong. Brooklyn, and we're back. Shablack. Call out culture. Um, I, um, now I'm going to tell you who my co-conspirators are. I am the one and only Curly Castro. To the virtual right of me is... Anyway, Sorry, I was yawning. It's Alaska. <laughs> and to the virtual left of me high, is... High energy Alaska. High energy, real high energy. You know what I mean? And um, to the virtual um, left of me is... Zilla Raka. Moderate, moderate dramatic pause. Please, moderate all right. So, you can find us at at curly underscore Castro Twitter at curly Castro Instagram. You can find my man Alaska at at Alaska underscore Adams at Twitter, and you can't find my my Instagram because it's private. And, and not, you can I'm find not inviting you into into it if I don't know you, so don't even bother. Word. And you can find Zilla at Zilla Rocka and. That's at, and then also just on Instagram, the same friggin' thing, and then, yeah, there you go. All right, we're ready to uh, yeah, talk yeah. drippage. Old drippage, good, drip. another good, another good. I thing. like that. Okay, yeah. so hip hop fashion had its um. I was watching a, you know, I was doing some research and it had some obscure starts. So you go back to like Melly Mel, and you know, um, you know, all the old school groups were dressing like disco performers because it was a performance, yeah. quote unquote, right? So you had to be up there, um, Earth, Wind and Fire, Attract Attention, Kiss, you know, any band that was on the stage, you wanted to be like the most, um, would flamboyant be too much of a word? In the, what? No, not at all. You I want, think flamboyant's the perfect You, you want to stand out. Yeah, you want to stand out. So you yeah. had your fans, but you don't want to look like cats that came to the concert. So we're talking long hair. Um, yeah. The dazzling sequence. stuff that shines from a distance. Yeah, Sags. like so stick, lots of spike bracelets. Uh, um, Spandex, a lot of bare chesting. Yeah, bare chesting, but it was to show a color home. contrast. So yeah. you would have the clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lots even of headdresses. Like you were a backup dancer in a Motley Crue video. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, so, so fashion started making a turn. It went from being a dressing for performance to being like a function of streetwear of the time. And I yeah. think the first um, cats to really put their stamp on it was, um, and y'all could agree with me or not, was Run DMC, dressing like a uniform, right? So I, um, my, my question was, and, and this is just a timeline thing, was that prior to Dapper Dan or was Dapper Dan after that? No, Dapper Dan was a little before that because remember they were making their own prints out of Gucci and the, all of those things. Sure. So they were just making it for street cats. Um, not just drug dealers, but a, a, cats that wanted to dress fly, they would go to Dapper Dan. So yeah, but like, that, was, that was the yeah. beginning. Because yeah, it was, was like, rock, I'm of talking like Rock Kim rocking it and like, uh, I think Boogie Down Productions was rocking it. Mm. Yeah, that was like 80, yeah. late 80s. That's 88, right? 88, right. So I think the Run DMC DMC stuff, I think the Run DMC, 
earlier. So I think the Run DMC started the look, the uniform look, and also mm-hmm. dressing like cats you saw on, in the street that had a little bit yeah. of money. Even though it was all mm-hmm. black, it was leather, you know, good quality, the Adidas yeah, but- co-signage. So, it's, so people started being like, yo, I could be an entertainer and dress like fly cats in my neighborhood. I don't have to dress yeah. like a disco performer, per se, or, you know, a, a disco ball. And so I think that's where it made the real turn. And um, instead of hip hop dressing like the music, I felt like, excuse me, instead of hip hop dressing like the times, the times started dressing like hip hop. And mm. um, then we made then we made the switches. So we have, like you mentioned, Dapper Dan. Um, we didn't have any Gucci contracts back then. Yeah. Or, you know, he sent Laurent. So I'm cutting up these these pocketbooks and bags, and I'm making some. I mean, still to this day, Dapper Dan makes some of the flyest prints. Better so, so much so that those um companies have hired him. In the present but day, wasn't it like he didn't have fake stuff or like he he like got it like fell off the truck style? Yeah, he would get we would repurpose stuff. Like think about it. Yeah, you know, like he well he he the person cut um, it up. I think if you watch the Fresh Dress documentary, they talk mm-hmm. about it where he he said that like he just came up on yeah, like giant rolls of like their prints, and then he just did yeah, everything like from from gear to like Jeep interiors. Yeah, oh, yes, he would yeah, definitely. Shit, oh, yeah. yeah, remember he would have. I remember seeing that troop jeep. Yeah, first, so yeah. Like green, it had the big troop sign on the back on the um on the back wheel. So yeah, so, yeah, and the whole so, the whole upholstery was done up. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's the essence of hip hop, right? And not to be cliche, of us taking things and repurposing them for our yep. benefit. And so then people started following the trend. Um, so who do y'all think was one of the first hip hop fashion mavens? Was it like Cool J? Hold on, hold on. I have a, I have a question. Did, did Doctor yeah. Dick or Doctor? I don't. Shasta Doctor Dick Nurse or you doctor, just wanted to say his name again? Doctor Coach Dick, Dick Doctor. Coach, Coach Dick, Dick Doctor. Because I'm thinking of Doctor Nick from Simpsons, so I think he's playing as like Doctor. I don't know. You're was going he, way too clever with it. It's Coach Dick yeah. Doctor. He's Coach, Coach Dick Doctor. But his yeah. his his avatar Shasta him as Nick Nurse from the Raptors. Who's yes. Doctor who's Nick Nurse. All right. So, oh, I get like nurse instead of nurse as a doctor. Yes. Instead of Nick, it's Dick. I figured it out. Boom. Yes. I cracked your code, boy. So wait, was he was he wondering about the history of rap fashion or like what our personal? Well, no. He of said, rap "Are there?" Is? I, but we're just gonna we're, we're coming around. I'm just I don't have it in front of me. He said, no, "Are there hip hop fashion trends?" that you loved and or hated or ones that you will uh, always rock. So to me, it sounds uh, like a little his, historian, what were you rocking then? And what yeah. were you always rock? Because when gotcha. we get sort of towards the end of it, I'm going to ask, you know, yeah, what do you still go through errors and then just be like, what yeah. was our shit in that era? Because, gotcha. you know, in a second, we're about to get to, you know, Jay-Z and Puffy and go, and, and uh, you know, every rapper having a, a brand. But so early on, okay. who um, your personal hip hop statements, if you had a blank check, not so much splurging, mm. but like, who did you want to like dress like? Slick Rick, Jeweled Out, Rakim. You don't even have to go that far. Karis One, you know, the Afro. Like, who who mm. were y'all looking towards early on? Let's say early eighties, nineties. Uh, Snoop, Snoop and Dre. For, for Snoop. me, so, it Snoop was and Dre. nice. It was always Special Ed. I love Special Ed style because he he mm. like he dressed fly, but he didn't go crazy. Like he wasn't Slick Rick. Like he was obtainable. He was attainable, extent, attainable. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he rocks, he rocks starter jackets. Yes. Mm. Like you yeah, know, with, with mustard oh, pants speaking and of that, Jordans. 
you know what made me made me actually realize it because I was thinking like back before that was like Hammer for me, but I didn't want to dress like Hammer. But you know who's of that era that you're just saying that like fits this special Ed Cre- the mold is Bell Biv DeVoe, dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Yeah, they definitely were um sweaters. Yeah, that was a lot of sweaters and jeans, and then like yeah. and then like a, a leather of like jeans. Yeah, and then yeah. like a starter yeah. hat with the tag on, and then like and like yeah. the tinted glasses. Yeah, haircut is always snapback because it was before fitted. Yeah, right. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna talk. We're we're actually gonna talk about hats. We're gonna have a Mm -hmm. whole section on hats in hip hop because that was the most essential. Hats. Yeah. Because Bell Biv DeVoe, if I'm, help me out with the timeline. Were Boys to Men around kind of similar? Was Boys to Men? That was was like a year or two later. That was like two years later. That was like '92. Because Michael Bivens put them on. But they were sticking with the whole preppy look. Remember? Prepped out. They were. They were the antithesis of Bell Biv DeVoe, who was like R and B street. Almost like college kid. Like they were like college fraternity. Yes, yes, yes. Um, shorts yeah. and, yes. and um, sweater vests. Yes. And then like, so, and then, like, and they were like the white, the white V-neck sweater, like the polo yeah. with, with like the rib look. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah with, and, like, and, like, you know what they would wear? They would wear the sweater with the shorts. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. The shorts with mm-hmm. the um, sweater vest. So I'm a fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. I had two early hip hop staples. I'm just insane. One is a little more okay. normal. Was like, um, Public Enemy. So like the oh, S one W satin jacket S one W. So like those oh. uniforms, but gray with the alterations with the with the beret like Black Panthers, but you know not all the way and like um yeah all the medals and amulets that um Professor Griff would have on and the functionality of Chuck D leather hat leather jacket but jeans yep. and some sneakers right and then flavor was the burst of color and my other mm-hmm. cat was um Ramo Z. I was totally taken back by the mask and the clothing he would wear. He'd wear these kimonos, like, then he would wear just regular, (laughs) like, tagging gear with a big backpack and maybe a North Face, but the mask would be made of Legos. Like, I just, I could not get enough of this cat. And he would talk in these weird riddles. Oh, man. He would just be out out regular with, like, a pair of those, like, sunglasses that had, like, the two different shaped lenses, like the triangle and the, the square. Yes. De- Kanye yeah. West's slit sunglasses definitely owe something to Ram LZ. Like oh, things sure. like that. You know what I mean? Like, um, we could even tell, we could even um, say Basquiat inspired a lot of cats. One, um, two, three, three every So, yeah, so those are, that's my early cats. So those do that there I, while, while we were figuring out some technical shit there's a documentary on hbo i just have in a background it's called very ralph all about ralph Lauren. and then the opening oh, was a... what's up sorry go ahead go ahead 
Oh uh, yeah, so in the first, like in the opening, like you know, title sequence, they're showing like all clips of his whole life and runways and his him with the fashion and him with famous people. They cut to the Can It Be Also Simple video with Ghost and Ray with the snow beach on. The snow nice. beach on. I was like, yeah, because because that's why I want to talk about this era. You can actually sit down and correlate dollar value to when these things popped up in videos, when a rapper mm-hmm. co-signed it the very next day, like I mentioned earlier about Snoop and, their, and the buying power that we exhibited, but we didn't take control of. And definitely yep. we were exploited, but this is also the time of Genesis because a lot of companies popped up and, and gave a good run at this uh, clothing thing. So I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about that Gap commercial. So we have a Gap commercial, all white background, typical Gap. They hired the illustrious and ever so handsome L.O. Cool J to do a quote-unquote freestyle rap using the letters G-A-P to advertise, I guess, that Springs line. If I'm not mistaken, y'all correct me, um, L.O. kind of starts sideways from the camera, Mm. and he starts rapping and stuff. And then he has a line that he flips into this thing. He says, G, getting it always, whatever, A-P, and he says for us by us on the low and he turns to the camera and he is rocking a fubu hat totally yep. snuck under the radar the gap commercial people didn't know remember if you remember the commercial everybody's clapping like I in the do. Studio. yeah how easy is commercial. this you know yeah. we're gonna we're gonna plop that in you know so what do y'all think of that moment and then what spawned after that i'm talking carl kanai i'm talking mecca pnb Nietzsche. Mm. was we'll before get... FUBU, though, I think. Way yeah, t- um, time-wise. But I'm just saying that yeah. era oh, okay. of that gotcha. big explosion. Guesses, guess becoming a staple in hip-hop mm-hmm. wear. What were y'all thoughts on that? And where were y'all at? Where were y'all rocking? Well, I, I, th- I think guess was kind of like it fell into that polo and hill figure where it was like some preppy wear first shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because like, right. I remember in high school, like all the, all, like, the, the sort of preppy kids rock guest jeans. Right, um, but then in my like right after you, I went to high school last night. Yeah, it was and like that's that's when they went color scheme. I had green guesses, yep. cream guesses, and the guess was always the accompaniment of the Carcanon hoodie, the the mm. low sweat. Everything went with a guess color. Yeah, because that was always mm. the uniform. Um, yeah, Z was I, that I, in I, Philly? Was guess was guess the uniform? For, that's all we rock. Was guess uh, it was. I mean, here it was more like starter. Starter. Cool. I mean pants. I mean jeans. Fila. Jeans. Jeans. Um, I mean, yeah, jeans. Yeah. I remember. I remember hearing it was like it was. Yeah, I was. I'm. Mean, I'm much younger than you guys, but or is not much, but I remember like Z Cavaricci being like. Yeah. Here that See, right. that's crazy because Z Cavaricci was when I was in high school too, so it just never left. It just stayed in that Guido freestyle scene. Very Guido. Well, and yeah, you, you guys already know it's been well established and, on the show. I, I have, I have, you know, I'm one third Guido freestyle. Yeah. As a human and, being, and Jabos, right? Jabos that, that was like late nineties, early two thousands. Was Jabos was okay. another like Grand Pooba brought Jabos into the fold. Mm-hmm. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. Dog. Mm-hmm. He, he yeah. is like the fucking lightning rod that like sparks off everything with. Tommy. Well, let's let's talk about that. What was um? I, well, I know I want to go. I want to I want to go around. What were y'all rocking around then? Around are we talking <sighs> early nineties or or what? Yeah, because I want because it's a mid nineties. Because I want to do um I want to do the low effect for the late nineties. Okay. So so mid yeah mid I was I was heavy in like um sports sweatshirts or jerseys with the matching hat. Mm. Okay, 
and matching sneakers and then whatever pair of jeans. I mean, probably because I spent all my money on the sweatshirt, the hat, and the sneakers. <laughs> right, I was right. I was rocking Aeropostale carpenter joints with the little hammer yeah, thing yep. on the side. Mm-hmm. Yep, Those, yeah, yep, yep. And then Popping they were all so wide at the bottom that they end up getting stepped on in your sneakers and they just like all the time. The you had to cuff them. Two yeah. cuffs. Two Double cuffs. Cuff. Two yeah, cuffs. So and that, the cuff was, that still was really my thing. Like, so it was like any college mostly. It was like Michigan State, um, UNC. I had a lot of – I had um, – Trying to think I was rocking the HBCU hoodie. Yeah, well, that, like that came around with. that time too. Like, cause um, yeah. I started like I got. I think I had the Grambling sweatshirt, which oh, was my awesome. favorite sweatshirt, I, I had the this, black I had and the gold SMU one. Joint. Yeah, I had SMU joint, Southern. Nice. Yep. And then I, I also had the um. There was like a, a Carl Kanai denim jacket. It was like sort of like a three quarter length, like down past your waist. Oh, nice. And it was like dark navy, and then it had like the, it had the gold buckle, like the gold um, the gold canai plate on the chest pocket. Get the fuck out, yo! Yeah, that was, that was, that was a staple. Joint. His yeah. his gold his gold staple with the leather backing. That was that called yeah. staple. They put so that, that, on a lot that of was stuff. Nice. that was heavy. And then um, I had like a couple cross color sweatshirts. I think if I remember correctly. Wow, nice. Yeah. Um, Zilla, what were you rocking in the nineties? I know you were in middle school, but. Oh uh, yeah, down. it was it was like the like the post. I was like coming up in like the post New Jack Swing early gangster rap pocket mm. when it was like I said another like switch in fashion. Yeah, yep, like all and black. it's crazy because as we were talking, I was pulling up um this article I did. It's been three years now on a Rebel Music Academy. Rest in peace on uh, the history of New Jack Swing. Go 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 check that. Me and uh, me and homie Chris Daly spent like months working on it. It's really great. Nice. We interviewed like really Hank Shockley. Yeah. We interviewed Brucey e. B. We interviewed uh, D- um, Day Bennett, Teddy Riley, all these cats. And I remember looking at it and like we and I talked to T.J. Walker, who like co-created Cross Colors. And I remember this. You guys would probably remember this too. I remember like fashion in stores, like before and after like hip hop clothes blew up, where like you would have to, if you wanted hip hop clothes, you had to go to like a sporting goods store. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, would need to get bit, yep. like, you know, like a Georgetown hat or like a Chicago Bulls jacket or like uh, the Charlotte Hornets like satin or pullover or Orlando Magic like Ooh, all the yeah, teal and the fresh, black yeah. that was like yep, super popular yep. and San Jose Sharks um, like all of those yep, colors San Jose Sharks was big and then when all the all the hockey jerseys started hitting like Craig Mack flavoring Rangers Ranger, shit. Like Snoop yeah. Penguins the join shit. or Rangers. Oh, like, the King. Well, the, the 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 hockey shit started with the Kings jerseys. The NWA oh, was pushing the Kings, with yeah, the black and silver. Yeah, so once people started getting because look, I'm trying to tell you, I knew hockey, but I didn't. I, I couldn't tell you what the Kings colors were enough to rock it until yeah, NWA King, started rocking it. The Kings colors you know, they changed it right around. They that changed time them to match yep. the Raiders because it was yeah because they they used to, they used to be to match the Lakers. Right, they used to be yeah purple, gold, black, and all that crap. Oh, and word. Went, I didn't even know that. When, when the Raiders and yo, moved they, from think about to LA, their profit margin skyrocketed. Everybody got that oh, King yeah. starter. They started getting the yep. Kings hats, the Kings hockey jerseys because that mm-hmm. was that was a good fit for hip hop. Chicago, the baggy the look. Chicago White Sox, Chicago the Black thing. Oh yeah, they came with the black. Yep. And white. They changed to the, to the black. Um, the Dog, black Dre, hat with the socks and white. Dre, Dre and yep. um and friggin' KC from Jodeci. That was their look, the White Sox yep. hat. That was yeah, their whole uniform, hat. which is yep. ill. But anyway, think about so, that. NWA okay. was beholden to the color scheme of the team, not necessarily mm-hmm. they were being in LA. Because they did do the Raiders, yeah. but they did all yeah. teams. Yeah. And they think um the Doc used to rock the San Antonio Spurs shit. 
Oh, we yep, did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I remember the Raider Shield. I would see that like Ren and oh, yeah. Yellow would wear that a lot. The Raider Shield yeah. hat. Oh, that was yeah. I mean, back at that time, like I was I was in college and I was in a suite and it was me, uh, my boy Bistro and my boy Ben, and we had we were all sort of around the same size. So we mm-hmm. just bought like we would buy mad jerseys, mad football jerseys, <laughs> and just rotate them amongst rotate. us. You rotate, rotate. Like, I love that. Everything like Raiders, Michigan, Giants, Jets. Yeah, Michigan. Um, dog. Yo, yo, the Fab Five was Dolphins. Like, was... The Dolphin shit was dope. Dolphins. That's funny. The teal and like orange. Oh, but no, G, 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 G. The, the, yo, G, the Michigan um, shit. Oh my god. Yeah. Say your the point. Fab Five hit. Yo, mm-hmm. say, um, say your point. We're gonna get to it. Say your point. Okay, but anyway, I'm just I was just scrolling through when I spoke to TJ Walker from Cross Colors, and then he was just like, he brought up a good point. He's like, he said when Calvin Klein and these type of brands started to emulate us in terms of color and style and silhouette and doing oversized product, that's when we knew we had struck a chord with people. And then he also talked about like the buyers think, think about this like you know they were the first people making like baggy clothes on purpose cross colors mm-hmm. yep. he was like when the stores yep. would see us the fashion shows and, and it, when the buyers they would say what do we hang it next to and he's like we would tell them don't hang it next to anyone make us our own department in the store yeah like, and don't, they did don't, oh, that's what i'm that's yep. so ill and i remember that like that's what i was about that's to say true. it was like and then before that's when you they had started to making inroads to... to being like in macy's like you said then they started being in major department stores well you know there would be that section right of, um you know so-called hip-hop gear and not and not just with the sneakers you know what i mean right. like it would it would be its own yeah definitely no doubt no doubt yeah but um in the that's 90s early 90s i made a big transformation y'all so um i will confess i was a sophomore in high school and I used to wear a lot, just like athletic gear. I played a lot of basketball. So I was always trying to be ready to play ball. And I wore these like sweatpants with like, they're black, but they had black piping. And it wasn't sweatpants. It was, um, we definitely got it out. <laughs> it wasn't sweatpants. It was, um, that was like that, sh- that stretchy, did you, did you, light yeah, wait, but not wait, tight. Did, did, did you just take a pencil of submarine dog? Oh, it sounded like you were flushing on to the fabulous. You put it on mute before you flush, and then you put it off mute. When you when you flush it, then you out. press it again. Yeah, <laughs> oh, see, oh, you <laughs> leave it in there, leave it in. So check it. So I'm wearing these athletic pants or whatever, and um, I had a, a language arts teacher. She was of uh, enormous size to the point where she would grade our papers by resting the um, the paper on her titties. It was like it was almost like she was walking around with her own desk, and she would just rest <laughs> in her hand, mark it or whatever. <laughs> and somebody in class said, "Yo." Um, they said, um, I don't care about my government. They say, yo, yeah, whatever. They they say, yo, Castro. They didn't say that. But they say, yo, Castro, you got the same pants as uh, the teacher. And I looked at my pants. And the teacher was wearing a blue version of these pants because they stretched oh, to her, her necessary dimensions. And I looked at her pants, and I looked at my pants. And I looked at her pants, and I looked at my pants. And I looked back at my pants, and I looked at her pants. And I said, oh, no, that's over. That's over with. Enough. So I worked yeah. all summer at this deli delivering sandwiches to ungrateful elderly white men who wouldn't tip <laughs> and um i went up Yo, to, as somebody, uh, real, real quick as somebody who delivered a lot of food in my life to elderly white men you're right they don't tip but the, when they, no, they just really, one dollar some of them were personable but this one guy was such a recluse i used to leave the cart on his uh, doormat and just walk off and he would open the door and slide it in like i don't even know what he looked like <laughs> so oh, um, i saved up all this money about 800 bucks and think about that that's the summer of 93 800 bucks wow. and i went up to alaska my notice 
Woodbury Commons, clothing outlet. Yes. And I buried that money. Let me tell you about Woodbury Commons. It was a clothing outlet, so it was a polo store, guest store, but that wasn't it. They also had the um, defects, right, Alaska? And that would be an ink spot on the size tag. That shirt's a dollar instead of 40. Like, it would just be a, a yeah. big rack of those. So I'd go rack up, and I got thick. I, my drip was immense. I had Hilfiger bi-color hats, Hilfiger jackets, Carl Kanai hoodies, five pair of Jessies, three pairs of Calvin Klein. I just went mm. ham, and I never dressed like a slug like my teacher ever again. So in the 90s, I was big on my Hilfiger. So um, coincidentally, I was wearing a lot of reds and whites. Um, I had this Hilfiger um, hat, but it wasn't fitted. It had the little stretch elastic band on the back. So um, that was rocket. That was crispy. A lot of guessies. Um, so I was just going with that sign of the times. I wasn't dressing like a hip-hop cat per se, but like a cat in school grabbing all the hip-hop fashions. Now, in school, I, now I'm from Brooklyn, y'all. I went to a school where this cat never wore the same outfit twice in all three years. I paid attention to him wearing stuff. And he would have on, like, the polo with the bear on it, with mm. the brown bear sweater, the iceberg. The other one with the Snoopies on it and shit. Mm. So I wanted to, to I wanted to move into that era. Now we're getting into the Wu Tang, what they wore, and also the clothing they produced. All of these artists are getting into the game. So what obscure artist fashion did you maybe try to get that you couldn't get, or did you have and it was just near and dear to you? Like whose brand did you just cop one of their shit? Wait, like, say that again. Rap, I'm sorry. Rapper, I was rapper looking at because I had a story to tell. Yeah, rap. Sure that I could tell rapper clothing line. Who who's rapper? Who's rapper stuff you cop? I Whether I, I wanted yo. I wanted to love yo. outcast clothes. Thank you for bringing them up. I wanted break it down to. now. What, okay, break down what you thought it was gonna be. Okay, so they had the ill. Was. They had the ill logo with the O and then the wings on it. So I thought that was Let's just talk like about an their ill logo style too. Right, Don't but their personal that. style, you had, like, you know, Dre with, like, the outlet. And we talked about that on, on our Dre episode, the lineage of greatness. But, like, Dre could just, he could look like fucking Mary Poppins, like, Dick Van Dyke, you know, prepped out, up upright right. shit. Or he could do... Coach Dick Van Dyke. Or, you know what I mean? Or, like, you know, or, like, uh, psychedelic football running through uh, Ayahuasca Forest. You know what I mean? Who knows? Right, thank you. Yeah. But... And then, and then, Big Boy, he he is the celebrated. He invented the throwback jersey. Like he get he yo, Big Boy alone got Mitchell and an extra twenty million dollars in revenue. Yo, but if you if you remember in the the first video, it was Dre that was rocking the Atlanta jerseys. Right when he was yeah, like eighteen, both of them, still both trying of them to were rocking jerseys. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah, were they yeah, both yeah. rocking Braves, jerseys? Okay. One of them, yeah. yeah, yeah. One of them had a Braves, and one of them had yeah. like right. A, like but when when Dre yeah. when when when, when when what's his name? Big boy started fucking with all the vintage Astros and Brave shit. And this is like 96, 97, 98. Like no mm -hmm. one like yo, me and Castro know, like it, I, my dad used to take me to Mitchell and Ness on Chestnut. Yeah. And it was like a museum walking in there and seeing all of like the super all retro throwback old, shit. Um like the, old the, shit. the powder blue Phillies uniforms, like yeah, the and like uniforms the from old... the 70s, they've been retired. Yeah, like wow. all of that you shit, might right? Know if you if you knew old, you know, and you would look at the prices; it'd be like three hundred fifty dollars for a jacket. Yep. I was like, no God damn! And I was yep. a kid, but like, I love baseball, and I love sports. So I was like, it was, it was, it was like, it was like taking a trip to a resort when you're a kid going there. 
So then all yeah. of a sudden, like 10 years, 15 years later, big boy's wearing all that shit. And you're like, you're wearing a Padres joint. And then all of a sudden, Jay started doing it. And then everyone started having throwbacks. But it was like, it, it, but it was like a very like, but Mitch One S is a Philly company. So I'm just yeah. saying like, big boy doing that, putting them on the map and then creating, you know, then Jay picking up on it and everyone else ran with it. Like like you like Alaska, you said like we were always buying sports stuff because we all, all of us came yeah. up playing. Most most kids came up playing sports, and then the color scheme of the teams, you know, like the Atlanta Falcons colors were hot down here for a while. Michigan, yeah. you know, you, you know, another one, the 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 University of Miami people used to rock that. Yeah, yeah I love University that. Miami. So what was, was wrong funny. with the with Outcast Clothing Company? Is Outcast? I'm sorry, so the Outcast Clothing Company was like. You could have went in so many directions. You could have went super outlandish with Dre. You could have went like pimp throwback with Big Boy. And it was just like t-shirts. It was just, yeah. it could have been anything. It could have been called like, it could have been called like Johnson Brothers. It could have been anything. It could have just been like High and Mighty could have made it. And it would have been the same yeah, shit. Yeah, regular shit. Shirts, honestly. And so I remember like seeing them down here. We, we have a spot called Foreman Mills, which is like the super discount, all the clothes in the department stores after they've been out of season for like three seasons. You get them at Foreman Mills. And I remember, like, start, I started seeing Outcast at Foreman Mills, and I was like, they're done. Yeah. Like, Outcast shirts in Foreman Mills for, like, $6, I'm like, it's over. For oh, God, days. you know that's the death now. Yeah. That's a, yeah, so, that's a kiss so, death. So, with me, I always wanted, and this is an interesting thing I found out in my um, research. Clarks were going out of business, literally. Yep. They were about to mm, uh, I didn't sell know their company to the investor. Yeah, literally. They were about to sell it off. And 93 happened, and Iron Man hit. And that boosted their company to resurrection. They were dead yep. in the water before they started getting shout outs by Wu-Tang Clan and the Wallaby Clark um, skits and stuff. So I always wanted a pair of those. It's funny enough, my mom got me like a pair of way later. I mean, when I was an adult, but I always wanted a pair of those. But to me, to me, some of the epitome of hip hop fashion back then to me, I went to Brooklyn Technical High School. We was located in the Fort Greene area of Brooklyn. And right across the street, 40 acres in a mule shop. Wow. I loved everything that he put out there, but see, it was a price tag thing. He had the full-on leather jacket, the same one you might have saw um, him wearing in the Do the Right Thing movie and shit with the X yeah. on the side. 600 bucks. The t-shirts wow. were way overpriced. But again, this is like medallion time, X-hats. Mm -hmm. There was a bunch of those there. Dude, I had the X-hat. Yo, the X-hat was fire. I used to get so much grief for that shit. Oh, I'm glad you stood on that too. That was fire. And yeah. um, all right. Well, I want to get into that. I want to go into hip hop hats, but I want to take a quick break. So okay. let's take a quick break. Wait, wait. I just wanna, I just wanna add one thing. I never really, I didn't fuck with any rapper. Oh yes. Okay. Because by the time like that shit started really popping off, I was already rapping myself, mm -hmm. and there was like a whole different style of gear that was going on that I would like to touch upon when we get back. Okay. Well, let's we'll, we'll that, touch, let's that, touch upon that. Yeah, when that we come right back like with the style with, that everybody I knew was rocking at that point. Oh, I had a hip hop style too. So, and yeah. then, I, I, then we let, when we come back, we'll talk about our personal hip hop styles. You can lead with that, and then yes. I want to get into hip hop hats. Cool. All right, let's take a break. Fubu runs the fashion world for real. Fubu, the look, the style, the vibe, the feel. Fubu, the clothes got mass appeal. They the best that ever did it. I'm just keeping it real. Fubu, Fubu. All right, three, two, one. 
Oh, we are back. It's call out culture. And we are ignorant as ever. Right, Zilla? All right. We're very right. ignorant. You know what I mean? <laughs> Super Alaska, um, you, you were going to tell us about personal hip hop fashion, considering you yeah. are the elder MC of our group. So you start. Indeed. So around the time when all like the, the fashion lines started popping off, I started rapping. And my style at that point was like, Kind of what I was telling you, like jerseys and um, like sweatshirts. The, the the biggest like buy I bought was I was an RA in college and I still had like my student loans, which came in and I didn't mm-hmm. need it to pay for housing. So yeah. I had um, I had some extra money check. and I came down to the down to the city and bought. Um, remember that black leather jacket that all the rappers had in the video with like the white stitching around the pockets. Like Q-Tip yeah. had it in was electric it? relaxation. Oh, Fat Joe had it. Was that a Charlotte? Was that wasn't a Charlotte? No, no, was it was a leather. It was a leather jacket. Uh, it was just okay. plain leather, okay. plain black leather with like white stitching throughout the jacket. Okay, yeah, I'm not talking about. So like, yep. I went down and I bought that. Like, I wasted all my money on that. Um, but th- <laughs> so that that was like my style leading up to that. But by the time I started rapping, it became like army pants. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, hiking boots. Like Ooh, ah. hiking boots, like Vasks or Ace Solos, like some shit with like, you know, like either they were either like all leather all the way through, like a brown leather all the way through, or they were like, yeah, 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 yeah sort of yeah. like a new buck oh, canvas. Brand I can't remember. Oh man, Vask was the one that really stood out. They had like the tan one. It was like mm. like a very light some tan mesh on, the, the, with like the blue brand. I'm thinking of they had mesh on the side. They had mesh on the yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. This oh. was uh, that was Vask. Arrow something. Arrow. Oh, no, um, sorry. shit! I know exactly what you. A solo. You know, yeah, but there was another. No, no, no. One more brand. Oh. One more brand. Not Gore Tex. Oh man, it had another like slick name mm. to it. And but anyway, sorry, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, so right it was now. like but that, was, yeah. and then it was like Patagonia jackets. Like, yep. You know, like the Bang. Brand, like, like that shit. Like that where it had the hood <laughs> with the drawstrings, and you could pull that tight. You had your backpack with your rhyme book. You had ski goggles. Like mm. shit like that, ski goggles. Did I tell you about that earlier? Oh, yeah, hell yeah, we got. Last yeah. Time, so I said ski goggles. We repurposed ski goggles in in urban neighborhoods. No reason, yep, that, no point. Now, mind you, that shit. New York winters are rough, and we used to cover our mat our faces a lot. Like mm-hmm. I remember, I had the ski mask. The um, yeah. Remember the blue one, blue and black. Because yep. Reverse, reverse. I had one of those. Um, I was yep. rocking that a lot. So um, like that was the winter styles, and then the summer styles were like same thing, like army shorts. Like they came down mm-hmm. just to like below your knee. You wore your boots. Timberlands, you still wear your yeah, hiking boots in the shorts. summer. Your Timberlands That's or like right. your beef and broccolis. Um, beef and brocks. And then like you, Z, know, you don't know nothing about that. Z. Some sort of you don't know nothing about that. Z. that because I listen to East Coast rap my whole life. Beef and yeah. brocks in the summertime, baby. And, and then the and then like the the Patagonia hat or the North Face hat with the long beak on the front. Mm-hmm. Like it had just like the, the little longer bit longer beak. Yeah. So that, that was your like face. my style through the mid nineties. Fire, fire, fire. Yeah. All right, my shit, um, when I started rapping, my shit changed. But leading up into that and into my rapping, I was big on cargo pants, parachute pants. I used to wear mm-hmm. a lot of those. I had like 18 pair. But my shit was Echo Unlimited, baby. Uh-huh. I had 40 yeah. Echo shirts, all different prints. And then when he changed the um, name of the company, put the K in there, I still kept yep. up to it until he started going a little high fashion. He started putting bedazzled shit on his shit with raised yeah. print. That's when I stopped. But that that was my key. Um, I used to wrap my head. I started growing my locks. So I was to be head wraps, cargo pants, and echo t-shirts. 
Yeah. Z, what were you what were you rocking for your hip hop? Uh, I mean, shit. I when when see, I I fell in love with Echo because I I love I love the color red. So the red nice. as the primary color, and I had like I had the red Echo hoodie with the super fuzzy stitched giant rhino emblazed logo on the Echo wow. hoodie. And then I had and then I had all of see this was the ill shit back in the days too in terms of like being a comic book head your whole life, you could yep. only get comic book gear if you fucking bought them from the comic book pages when they would have like the, the catalog joints. Yep. You cut them out yep. and then order them shits, and you didn't know how they were gonna, you know, look or sized out. And then once in a while, if you were a kid, like you, you would be lucky. You would, you would find a store to have like a Superman shirt or a Batman mm-hmm. shirt, but you couldn't just get like all the ill heroes and everybody else. So like in the early two thousands, like super early two thousands, when Echo started fucking with all the Marvel shit, like I still have a giant like a double X long sleeve white T shirt with Daredevil. And it's the Daredevil <laughs> silhouette with all the comic book covers of Daredevil inside it. And it was an Echo joint. Because Echo mm-hmm. was the first person to fuck with Marvel. And they so they, they, you know, they would have the Thor joints. They have a Silver Surfer, Hulk, oh, the Hulk, all that shit. Cap, Spider-Man. It was like pre-Spider-Man movie, pre-X-Men movie. So Echo was like cornered the market on that. And I was like, oh my God. And then the, the icing on the cake was the fucking... I've been, yo, I've been looking for this... On eBay, any, any of our listeners have it? DM me. Let, let's talk money. There was a red Echo sweater that Dizzy Rascal wore in the video for fucking "I Love You," where it's the red Daredevil hoodie, a uh, dare, red red Daredevil sweater, but Echo made it. So it's got the fucking red sweatshirt sweater with the D and D logo on it for Daredevil, and I've I've never well, seen. Listeners, get back at us. Get at me. So like, crazy. how people buy, like, the, the polo shit, like, they'll, they'll talk money and trades and all. If anybody has the Daredevil sweater, the Echo joint, size large. I don't want the 7X joints. Fuck that. If you have a size large right now, get at me. Like, I, I'm serious. I'm a serious inquiry for that. But, yeah, that was, like, like I was, like, I had, like, FUBU. I had fucking starter. I was, like, I had, like, a green FUBU hat. <laughs> like, I remember, like, all the cut. Like, when... You know, I realized too, like when we're talking about this shit, like like late '90s had like. Remember when they started putting all the different colored hats on fitteds? So you can get like a fucking like powder blue Yankees hat, or like a yeah, fucking purple Phillies hat. Yep. Yeah. So like, back before that, when you had like starter and cross colors, it was like blending all different colors into one. But then, like late '90s, you would have New Era or Champion. I mean, uh, or starter doing like, you know. The infamous like Fred Durst like red Yankees hat, you yeah. would get like like a green fucking Mets hat or whatever. So I started like fucking with all like the different colored hats from teams. You know what I mean? So like, and I would have I, I it, it was like the solid different color era. It wasn't like the like it wasn't like no fucking New Jack Swing when it was like purple and and no, not green and, and bright yellow. You know, it was like 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 remember, remember the video for fucking um. Deja vu, Lord Three computer guns, yeah, like that yep. type of shit. But it was like, yeah, yep. it was like yellow bubble gooses with like a green Yankee hat and then goggles mm-hmm. and like that was like yep. the shit I was really trying to hit because you could just have like one solid, but it was like splashy, but it was like I don't know, kind of cleaner than like super busy with a New Jack swing and all that shit. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was my shit. So then, then where did you guys go late 90s with your style? Like, because that, that was my mid 90s vibe, or was that also like late 90s for you? No, late 90s is when I, that's when I started cultivating my whole hip hop look up, performing more. But like, you know, that's when the, um, the button ups came into play. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, I used to wear a lot of Ralph Lauren chaps stuff. I used to wear, um, I got into Nautica real quick for a second. Word. So like just trying to, you know, um have multiple ways. But I don't know. I shit. All my stuff was multi purpose. Even if I dress with a button up, I still performing it. I just untouched Yeah. So <laughs> you know, it just um and I also feel like hats were real important in hip hop. I used to wear a yeah, lot of hats. Have always hats. Been when I when yeah. I could fit mm-hmm. them. I used to wear yeah. a Castro hat, fitted. I remember fitted started becoming real heavy, New York fitted, Yankee fitted. Um L O Cool J had a whole big giant thing with his hat. Yeah. Uh, last year, you remember the Naughty by Nature hats, that sleepy hat with the tie around it? Yeah, yeah I was going like to bring four. that up earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like uh, Guru had it in the Dwick video, too. Yeah. Yep. I had four, yeah. I had like four or five of those different colors and mm-hmm. shit. And then, and then they also like had the, the, what, the wool hat with the brim. Yep. Oh, yeah. like, like, was... But like Wazilla was saying, to even get the get the Naughty by Nature one, you had to order it from like the back mm-hmm. of Rap Magazine or something yep. like that. So, what, what was it? it was, you know, that was, they weren't Walker wear, right? They were... And then Na- Naughty Gear. Didn't they have Naughty Gear? Naughty Gear. Right? Naughty Gear. Naughty Gear. Walker Wear. Wa- Walker Wear. Fuck with them. Right? Yeah, she fucked with them though. Uh, April yeah. Walker. They had um, Naughty. They had like towels and stuff like that, and bandanas. They did a lot of those type of things. Um, yeah, I always remember. Their line was when black. I. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. When I started off, I was into accessories, so I had a lot of red, black, and green sweatbands, mm. headbands, scarves. Um, all that I was trying to get my um, RBG colors on, especially after Word. that. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I started like around that time. I like I first I started working, so it was like the first time I had money, and right. I started going to like remember like Transit on Broadway. Yep. I used to go yep. there and just like every payday, <laughs> I would buy like two Mecca sweaters or like a Mecca and a PMB sweater, and then I would PMB. head over to Triple uh, Triple Five Soul over on Lafayette. Oh, like triple five t-shirts. Oh, yo, triple you know, five then, used to break me. Remember, yeah, academics popped me. up. Yeah, and then they had like up. a root store over there too for a little while. The Canadian brand. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know what that we, is. And we had a woodware store in Philly when I was there too. I mean, oh yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had one. Yeah, we had a, yo, we yo, check this real quick. There was store. there was a a dude I met at um at a at like like a like kids party for my with my my son like kids he goes to school with. So I'm in that stage of my life where I'm, I'm just, I'm at kids parties like once a, once a month. So I was yeah. wearing, so we're at, we're at like an indoor gymnasium for the kids. You know, like we're on a balancing beam. They got the ball pit. It's dope. They're going to just run around gym mats, beat the shit out of each other, flip around. Yeah. And so you walk in, they're like, all right, if you want to go in a ball pit or like the gymnasium, you got to take your shoes off. So I took my shoes off, but I'm kind of like, just like hovering. So I'm just, I'm just there dolo. I don't know anybody's parents. So they have like the fucking hard seltzer. They got the Michelob Ultra. They got the pizza, the chips. <laughs> And I'm wearing Wu-Tang socks. So I'm talking to this dad. <laughs> I'm wearing these Wu-Tang socks. They say, they say like cream. They say 36. They got the Wu logo. And so I see this dad. And I recognize him. He goes to my gym. We start kicking it. So after like, after like a half hour, he's like, look down at my socks. He's like, yo. He's like, it's crazy you're wearing those socks. I was like, why? He's like, oh, yeah. I used to sell bags of weed to Raekwon at the Wu-Wear store in South, in South Street. Wow. Life comes in circles. Like, I was like, word? and he was like, oh, check it out. He showed me his phone on Facebook. He had posted a picture like a throwback Thursday pic like a month ago of him 
with the Wu wear shirts on and shit and like posted up with Raekwon. <laughs> I was like, he's like, yeah, I have Ray's pager number. You know what I mean? I just come through, give him bags of weed in the back of the store. It was great. Get smoked out. I was man. like, all right, man. Shit was live right there. So the thing, the thing did, I, did I ever tell you guys about the time I ran into Ghostface? No. <laughs> I was, um, so, so Denise used to work downtown, like, um, down like Varick Street in that area. Mm-hmm. And there used to be a, uh, like a club there called Culture Club. And it was mm-hmm. like, it was like kind of like an 80s theme club. Mm-hmm. And they, they like decided they were going to renovate and they like were throwing all their shit out. And she was like, yo, they just threw out these dope bar stools. Do you want to go come and get them? Mm-hmm. And I like, I went down and it was basically like these bar stools that just had to have a nice day face on the seat. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. It was like these sort of like real fresh bar stools. So I grabbed like three of them. I'm walking down the street with these big smiley face bar stools and this car rolls by and just starts beeping at me and be like, yo, what's up with your stools? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, go! Wow. Go! Get out of here, yo. I was that's like, crazy. oh, man. Yeah. All right, let's, um, let's take another break. That's awesome. Let's dude. take another that's break, awesome. and we're going to um close out the show with, I want to talk about some current hip-hop fashion. Okay. And what's going on today. All right. Cool. From around here? No, I'm from uptown. I don't want to hear what's up. I want to know where you was, and I want to go right now. Why don't you give me a number so that way I call you? Mm-mm. No number. So, I mean, do you, do you guys actually think there is hip hop fashion right now? Like anything like, cause I, I feel like everything is hip hop fashion right now. It's like just whatever the hell you want to rock, you can rock it. Nah, but there's the still there's still a costume everything. of like the hoodie with with the tight jeans or like the tight like you got to have like a bulky hoodie with like super mm-hmm. form fitting pants and then either yeah, big boots or like the big grandpa shoes, like the grandpa athletic Balenciaga. Or Puma or yep. Adidas shoes, but that's just like one one flavor right now, though. Like I feel like we're in a good place right now, where it's like you could just have anything and it could still be hip hop. Like I oh, saw a picture of definitely. Milo, and he looked like he just got everything from a thrift store. A thrift store, yeah. And then I, you know, you know, we no, also got the no great Macklemore, young thug. We got the great young yeah. thug who wears dresses, um, and they started bringing back that whole kilt look. Um, I mean, yeah, I definitely think hip hop is about ingenuity, you know, in terms of fashion. But there's definitely still you know, Sean John still exists. You know, it's not like all this fashion. Does today. it? Yeah, he does. He makes like super wow. stuff. Um, okay. But but at the same time, I think a lot of the fashion you could break down all of their compounds and you could find the hip hop molecules in it easy. So, you know how would you guys describe your hip hop fashion at this moment? And like, what oh. what's a typical typical look for you on a day? Mm. I think me now I'm I'm into the uh you know hoodie fitted hat um uh-huh. um and you know jeans my jeans fit a lot more now but I'm still not with the skinny jean look I haven't adopted it so just some comfortable yeah. you know but to me I don't know like um I feel like you'll always find some elements of hip hop in everything I'm wearing even if I'm dressed for work yeah you know, my my hair what about you Z my hair is uh, I, I went through like a strange phase where 
I was like, I was like purposefully not dressing typical hip hop. So I would have like dope sneakers or like jeans, but I would always like try to find a shirt or a hat or like a jacket that didn't check off the boxes. Like, oh, this dude is like a rap ass dude because I dress like that yeah. most of my life. So for a long stretch, I didn't dress like that. And then like the last three, four years, and I think I touched on it on one episode. I was just like, especially with my last couple records, like Future Form Rapper, 96 Mentality and Career Crooks. I was just like, yo, I'm just like an East Coast fucking rap dude. And I love everything else. I can fuck with millions of records and tons of different styles and art. But like, there's no sense in hiding from that anymore. Being like, oh no, yeah. like, I don't need that shit. And so right. what I did like last the last couple of years like was consciously be like, yo, I want to buy Nautica again. And I want to buy Polo again. Because I didn't fuck with those brands for like 15 years. Like I didn't buy, you know... For a I had it so much and I was like alright and like Mecca I used to wear Mecca a lot and fucking like lugs you know what I mean like I used to have yeah. all that and I took a long break so now I'm like really into fucking with like more traditional quote unquote like hip hop styles and brands but seeing what they're doing now you know what I mean Word. some still have like the classic look but other ones I like when they update you know Polo's still expensive as fuck I'm not like I'm not in a position anymore like to, to own like six polo pieces. Like that's out for me, but I want to yeah. pick and choose. But I still want to have something emblematic of being like, I am a lifelong rap freak. You know what I mean? Like Word. I love this shit. I don't want to like button that up anymore and like, you know, hide it away, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally dig that. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say I'm like, it's like weird to say this, but like hip hop dad mm-hmm. yeah. is my style. Like, you know, like I, I wear sneakers. A main every source day, t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I wear like, I'll get like rap t-shirts or like, just like kind of like just dope t-shirts, but it's like under a cardigan with jeans and like a pair of dope Stan Smiths. I got like 12 pairs of Stan Smiths. You know what I mean? That's and dope. like, I try to find pairs that nobody else will have. Cause like I'll get them when I'm traveling. Mm. Yeah, but it's like i shit. focus on like like those things like the the sort of like not so much like the basic parts like cardigans a cardigan is a cardigan jeans or jeans or jeans doesn't matter right. but like you know try to have like sneakers t-shirt and like jackets became a big thing for me i love jackets dog oh like, as long as like my I older, got those areas i'm good my older style i've also gone a little bit more um i guess you would say caribbean Rastafarian-ish, mm-hmm. you know, I'm rocking certain colors. I'll do a little bit more like that, herb tones and shit. Yeah. But not as, like, a, a hip-hop costume like I used to. More just as more yeah. personal style. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I try to signify that. I, I'm obviously into hip-hop, but not, like, you know, I'm not, like, rocking yellow Tims with baggy jeans and yeah. a mecha sweater anymore it's like right. it's more just like it's kind of low-key it's mm-hmm. like if you if you know you know kind of yeah, like indeed, indeed, push a team indeed, indeed yeah all right y'all this was a great this is i had really yeah this was fun look, looking up this stuff and talking about it tonight um big shout outs to dr um dick doctor Z, you know the formula coach what dick is doctor. it coach dick doctor yeah and, um 
So and, Coach um, Nick, Coach TikTok. And anybody on. out there, you know, y'all got a suggestion? We're more than willing to take it. We got some great things yep. coming up. Um, I know Indeed. I'm a, a broken yeah, record, review. but we got comment. We got subscribe, man. Um, we love we look, it. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, Wait, let me per- see if anybody's left any comments so oh, we can word, read them because we did promise we would read them if there was new comments. See anything? And, and while uh, he's doing that, I will hopefully... talk about. I got my shrapnel record coming out next month. Um, please, please, I need as much support as possible. I'm not begging. I'm just telling y'all it's a really good piece of work. And so I want everybody to check it out. Cop that vinyl. Um, you know, do it like we did back in the days, like we used to. And you know, support the kids. Yeah, nothing new. Nothing new. You guys are slacking. Drop some comments for us. Yeah, man. And also yeah, that same week together. that we're dropping shrapnel, we got the beer wax nineteen nine show. Yep. Um, so uh, wait, when when is Trapno dropping? What's the date? March thirteenth. The thirteenth. Nice. Yeah, yeah. we got. That's your birthday, right? Or are you the eleventh? My birthday is eleven. Y'all are the twelfth. Okay. Word. Yeah. yeah. So celebration, yeah. bitches. Yeah, the um, beer wax show is gonna be good. If you can come through, it'll be fun. It's gonna be um, beats from this dude Mac Fuller, who used to go by Obsession from a group called Aboriginals. Mm. Got uh, Extraordinaire, who does a lot of stuff with We Be Foolish and like Yishwa and Sire and Ken Boogaloo and those dudes. Mm. Uh, Cryptic One from Adam's Family. You got uh, DJ Shock One from uh, Did Stuff with DMX, Busta Rhymes, Eve, Jadakiss, Styles. Oh, yeah. uh, and then Yo, you got Yuji uh, from the Cellar Dwellers. Yo, I just went on a crazy like Rough Riders DMX run over the weekend. Yo, yeah. that that shit is still not good. But there's, <laughs> yo, there's, I tried, man. I was like, you know what? I hated this shit back in the back. No, in the because day. you don't like Swiss beats, and if you don't like the, the no, I don't. Beat, you know what? You know what? Like, like I'll say this: the turning point for me with him was like oh five oh six when he started doing like the I know, whistles and like you'll hate the, the rough that, that's stuff. when he started doing like Ti and um all that shit, Beyonce. I but yo, there's a joint. There's a joint from that era that's dumb hot. It's a double R. What? It's Eve Styles and Jada. I played that yeah, shit like fifteen times. This was Jay Z shits. Oh, also like, cause see, I also think you needed an appetite for Eve. Cause if you if you could, there was a lot of good Eve tracks on the record, not just the singles. Yeah. But um, oh, also I can say wow. it now on the Shrapnel record, Zilla's featured on there. Billy Woods is on there. Googie's on there, Harmony Canyons, my man Castle. Um, don't forget anybody. Oh, all produced by Lucid and Willie Green. Shut up, cat. Nice. So you know, check that out, y'all. All right, that's what we got. Anything else, right, man? Uh, yeah, yeah, we we we, we we're, we'll probably do a very very special episode to break down the shrapnel record. We're we're gonna do like a new concept, um, specifically for that record, and then like all of our. Potential like future releases, forever in a day. Well, look out it's, gonna, for that. it's gonna be a, a hot minute, but we're gonna we're gonna do it. It's gonna it might take a while to do it, but we're gonna make it fly. All right, all right, later, y'all. Later, like all of my call Peace. out and call it later. Stay dipped.